Hola, amor. Hola, cariño. And welcome to Uy, Que Horror, a Latinx horror movie podcast with Johnny and Eileen. I'm Johnny. And I'm Eileen. Hey, girl. How's Good it going? Good morning. Good morning. I uh, am just not vocally prepared. I should have had more coffee. You've been vocally like doing crazy things these past few weeks, so I think maybe I your have. voice is just like, can I get a break, bro? My voice is like, fuck you. You I've asshole. been singing the national anthem for <laughs> seventy three hours straight. Yeah, uh, with so... with my with my boyfriend slash vocal coach co- coach my vocal coach <laughs> being like you're flat, so I'm just recording it over and or singing it over and over uh, and over. Just people are like, what are you talking about? Whitney <laughs> Houston it up. If Johnny only. had an audition. I'm gonna say it. Please, Johnny had an yeah. audition for the Navy. I did to sing for them. I did not and get it, but I dicks. listen, listen, hoes. I made it to the final round. Am Which I allowed to say this, girl? You should have well, looked at the bylaws. <laughs> sue me if you want to, uh, but I didn't get it, so I think it's fine if I say so it. So now but... Johnny cannot represent <laughs> us as the United States of America singing. Uh, uh, I went to the sea and jumped they, around. They, and and then hey, I found hey, some hey, treasure. Hey, hey. Yeah. Pirates, pirates. Why do I think pirates? Like, <laughs> because no. it's the Navy and that's the yeah. ocean and the ocean means pirates. I was so close to being a fucking pirate, but alas, Dude. it wasn't for me. A pirate's life for me. Uh, <laughs> how you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm wearing a shirt that says, what the fuckulent, which I really like. Love, I think saw it on your funny. Insta story recently. Yeah. And um, I scared my my super <laughs> this morning, which is very funny. He, my favorite. He, he was just doing his job, and I approached qu- too quietly, and he was like, ah! <laughs> my so, heart. My heart. I'm, uh, I'm, I woke up spooking people, which is... <laughs> Which is what what I strive to do all the time. So here we are, spooking well, it up early in the two morning. Two things. First of all, spooking people. Like I was literally just telling you that watching compilations of people getting scared is one of my favorite things. It will absolutely cheer me up if I'm feeling down. The best. Uh, but also, speaking of shirts, you recently sent me a shirt that is my favorite thing in years. It just says... Nia, Nia DaCosta in all capital letters and it has like honeycomb and bees all around it like Candyman. I am so obsessed with it. I'm so glad. And I also, first, so thank you so much. I You're looked welcome. up the, because I told Jasenia, my friend Jasenia about it and she was like, I need that shirt. So she found the website, which apparently when you, what's it called? Um, tops what's for the Girls? Website? or Tops, tops for Mierda. Let's look it up. Yeah. Girls on Tops. Girls on Tops. That's what it is. I was going to... Honestly, okay. Let me just... Please. Let me tell you the story of how I came across this shirt. I saw it it somewhere on... I think maybe... I think it may have been on TikTok. uh, Uh And I came across it. The video or the post, it was specifically about Nia DaCosta. Amazing. Which I was like, ooh, that'll be cool because I know that Johnny and Candyman have a a fraught relationship, whether it's love (laughs) or hate. It's or very pure terror. No one can tell. And um, <laughs> yeah. 
So I clicked on the site and I was like, oh, I'm going to get him this shirt. And then it was just like so many other horror ladies on these tops that I was like, you're lucky I didn't get you four different shirts, oh, dude. Oh, my God. Because there, there was a Sigourney Weaver. <gasps> there was a there was a Laurie Strode or, at oh. least, or, a, or a Jamie Lee Curtis. There were mm-hmm. so many fucking ladies on top, girls on tops. Yeah. But they also, when you purchase a shirt, they donate money money to um it says here by purchasing this shirt you're helping us fund the work of female-led filmmaking and writing on film which, which is, is very cool fucking amazing yeah i love also that you and i have kind of started this thing where we're just getting each other horror shirts like yeah. you also got me a shirt which i think you sent one to matthew too but i was like I these did. are mine but <laughs> it's like it's a tank top and also a t-shirt with cats but the cats are all they're like on a cat tree yeah and they're all it's like it freddy krueger like jason like icons. all the horror like fucking pinhead cat which i'm obsessed but like <laughs> i've also sent you night of the living dead night of the living dead i sent you a fucking uh, sean of the, of the dead. dead and i just i love that we're doing like a, a horror movie tea exchange it's one yeah. of my favorite things so yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you for that shirt i cannot You're wait welcome. to wear it and i should if, be wearing it right now what the hell am i doing i'm an idiot yeah, incredibly rude uh, <laughs> uh but if you can go to girls on tops tees t-e-e-s dot com and check they have like not only horror stuff but they have like nora efron maya angelou like they just have Mm -hmm. it's literally just names of women in black print on white shirts and i it's i'm shocked i haven't purchased all every single one of them myself yeah i feel you uh and they're really really cute so great well I love it, and I'm gonna wear it way too much. Good. I can't wait. I'm glad. Hey, let's let's uh, let's talk spooky movies. How about it? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> uh, this week we have a movie picked by you. We're returning to Peru, Peru. today. L- the reason I picked this movie okay. is because I am very excited to see to see James Wan's new film, Malignant, mm-hmm. and uh, which I, which came out this weekend. And as I was looking through the Wikiroor movie list, which is plentiful i saw a movie called maligno Mm -hmm. and i was like oh hey fucking malignant already exists james wan by the way and it came out in why you biting people's (laughs) styles (laughs) so the movie maligno came out in 2016 how about we get just a little synopsis from you and then we'll talk maligno this comes from imdb again provider of all synopses for Incorporated. (laughs) Uh, Maligno, a blood-curdling legend becomes reality when a mysterious hole opens in the main hospital of a city. It's not a mysterious hole. They literally do it on purpose. They open it with a sledgehammer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A mysterious hole, purposeful hole, uh, opens in the main hospital of a city. Oh, my God. And a dark presence is released if, if you think that my fucking childish 12 year old brain course, was not like you're laughing whole, at the word whole whole paul holes everywhere just i <laughs> taking my holes. notes i was like there are too many holes in este this hoyo, el hoyo, el gran hoyo. Mira, el hoyo. this movie should be called el hoyo. Hole. <laughs> 
So let's go into this hole. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Maligno, Peru 2016. This movie was written by Roger Vergara Adriansen, Paco Bardales, and Alberto Castro. Mm -hmm. And it was directed by Paco Bardales and Martin Casapia. So we open with a whistle. And the whistle sounds... Come see if I, if I can do it. It's like, nope, I'm not even going to try. Can you, are you a good whistler? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't do it. Too much pressure. I See, I want to do the... I, I Every time I heard it, I was like, oh, it's fucking um, like Mockingbird. Mockingjay. Uh, Hunger Games. The Yes, Hunger totally. Games. I want to do... <laughs> Pero no es eso. It's like... <laughs> it's kind of like that. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. All I could think of was Whistle While You Work, Snow White. That's all that was going through my brain. Okay, so we hear this whistle, and in the subtitles, whenever you hear this whistle throughout the movie, I just gotta say it, it says mysterious music, which I thought, this is not mysterious music. And also, another throwback to a Peru movie. Remember in El Vientre? El Vientre, everything Mystery was music? <laughs> mystery. mystery music. Mystery Remember? music, yes, I <laughs> Mystery do. music everywhere. Okay, our first actual shot is of three construction workers with sledgehammers warily staring at a wall that looks it's like a big ass wall and it looks hastily cemented over you can see that maybe some it was a hallway and then it's like a yes. patched up hallway because it it's different colors to the walls on either side of it so you're like something this isn't the wall that probably should have been there it's not pretty they didn't like no. paint over it it's just gross cement in comes dr castro who's like the main head doctor of this hospital yeah. we're in a hospital he's the main head doctor of this hospital he walks up to the foreman of this group of three construction workers and he's like why haven't you guys started yet it's shameful that you believe in these tonterias in this bullshit so the foreman Foreman re reluctantly grabs his sledgehammer and he starts to knock at this cement wall. And the other construction workers behind him Señor are like doing Cruz, the sign of the, the cross. They're like, no, please don't do this. But Dr. Castro is like, just let me know when you're done. And he leaves. So this foreman keeps sledgehammering away. He makes a big ass hole in this wall and he's way too close to it. And something grabs him and I knew is it. like pulling him into this dark hole. The other guys run off in fear. Fuck off. They're, bye. And, but thankfully, the foreman is able to pull himself out, pull, pull himself away from this thing. He runs off. And then again, we hear that whistle coming from the hole. Whistle while you work. We now cut to a woman in an office and in comes Dr. Castro and he says to this woman, Vilma, her name is Vilma. He's like, Vilma, you've been freaking out the whole hospital with your stories. And then this morning we saw the consequences of your stories, meaning like what happened to that foreman. And Vilma's like, what happened this morning was not an accident. No one should get near the Pabellón Rojo, the red mm. ward. Ooh, okay. So she's like, stop tearing down the wall. The doctor says, enough. We need to recuperate that part of the hospital to be able to serve more patients, which I was like, oh, well, that actually makes sense. Honestly, I also I was like, eh, that's not a that's yeah, not a he's, bad he's got reason. A reason. But yeah. I mean, at this point, I'm like, this bitch is 
at some point going to turn around and be like, I told you so. Oh, 100%. There's already a hole there. It has been released. Like, let's just be honest. It's out. It's out. And already at the top of this movie, I was like, this one's going to be my favorite character from the top. I already know. I already know. Like the one who's like, I fucking told you. I told you. We love a bitch that's right. (laughs) Yeah. And that isn't afraid to tell you I'm right. Copyright TM. We love a bitch that's right. Okay, so so he uh, the doctor is like, look, we're not going to fire you, but if you keep this shit up, I will fire you. Vilma then leaves his office, and as she's walking off, we see a bulletin board where there's a paper there that says, Remodelación de Pabellón F, and then there's a news clipping that says, El Maligno, Mito o Verdad, with a picture of like a scary-looking face. Why, why would you have on your bulletin board of the hospital a fucking... Where... This fucking shit happened. <laughs> and a fucking, like, newspaper clicking, clipping that says, El Maligno. Like, I don't need to be sick in a hospital and walking down my hallway for my, like, morning fucking healing walk and turn to a bulletin board. <laughs> and there's, in humongous Ca- bold caps. letters, caps. El Maligno. A la gran puta, bueno, ya la cagué. Estoy en el hospital. So you're telling me malo. I am in the Maligno hospital. I'm like, in the this, haunted I'm... ass. Just hanging out with this demon thing. Great. Great. I can't wait. So then we get our opening creepy credits, which I actually was like, oh, these are well done. Like creepy things abound. Yeah. And we also get like a bunch of headlines. They say. This was a good way to like convey information. Definitely. Smart. So all these headlines say pabellón demoníaco. Another says Masacre en el Hospital in April of 1986 in Iquitos. Another one says Muere Chamán en Hospital Maldito. And the last one <laughs> Yeah. And the last one says Cierran temporalmente Pabellón del Hospital Central. And we also see like a bunch of creepy images that I'll talk about later because you're gonna see them later in the movie. Yeah. We now meet Sofia, who's this, like, I'd say 40-something-ish woman. She's in her kitchen at home. She's drinking coffee. It's the morning. Right. And in comes her daughter, Luciana, who's very, like, roquera. You know what I mean? Like Immediately, I was like, not a shitty teen. Oh, boy. Yeah. She's giving me a lot of tulipan. Definitely like, You know what I'm tulipan. talking about? I'm too badass for everybody. Shut up, mom. Like, basically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Sofia's like, all I ask of you, my daughter is that you arrive a little bit sooner than literally right before I need to leave for work. So this d- teenage girl- Has been gone all fucking night. All, and just walks in willy-nilly. Como que nada. Absolutely not. And then the first thing she says to her fucking mom is like, no quiero pelear. Fuck you, bitch. You're in my goddamn house. No, I cannot. No, I was immediately I'm just like- la mierda. Uh, If I had seen it as a teen, I would have been like, yeah, I get it, but no. <laughs> I'm almost 40 and fuck you. No. No, no me estés respetando, maldita perra. Yeah, please. Yo soy tu madre. And so Sofia leaves her some money and Sofia leaves for work. Now we're back at the hospital and we're like, oh, this is where Sofia works. Mm -hmm. So she like puts on her doctor lab coat, whatever. And she starts to speak with this patient named Benancio, who's like a 40s, 50s. You know what I'm saying? 50s. Mm, Senor. A little annoying, I'm going to say. like A little irritating. Sweet, but irritating. 
dating. Bless him. He's like, hi. And she's like, girl, what are you doing here? Go home. I was all, Benancio, join a dodgeball league. Like, go make friends. ¿Qué yeah. estás haciendo? He's like, estoy solo en mi casa. No tengo a nadie. Andase un amigo somewhere else, bro. Not in the fucking hospital. You're lonely, so you want to hang out in a hospital. Wow. That is that's depressing. Bleak. That's bleak. <laughs> So Benancio, he's like a bit of a hypochondriac, and Sofia's like, you shouldn't be here, but she seems to like write him like a doctor's note or something, yeah. and she like, she's like, you can stay, it's fine. But then Benancio says, have you heard about what's going on in the Pavillon Rojo? A little gossip there. So he's like, they had to stop in the middle of tearing into the Pavillon Rojo, they had to stop tearing down the wall, and they say that there was a massacre in there, and ever since there's been an evil that inhabits this place. And and so we're like, okay, you're giving us a, what the fuck is it called? It's a... Exposition. 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 They're yes. giving us exposition, which we've already got it from the newspaper clippings. True. But he's like, Benancio's just making sure we've got it. Yeah. And just the, then very randomly, a little boy in a wheelchair named Ivan goes rolling by. And yeah. I was like, oh, hi. hi. Okay. <laughs> Cut back to the hole. And it's still just whistling at people. We see this creepy ass older man in Bro. like a hospital gown. He is a nightmare. So this creepy ass old man seems to be kind of like entranced by the hole and the whistle. So he's slowly a- approaching the dark the dark hole. He gets super super close, and I'm telling you, hands covered, voguing in fear. I was like, already right off the top, I was like, okay, this is too much. Yeah, you're, you're freaking me out here. Yeah, I definitely was like, que va a salir, que va a salir, ahí viene, ahí viene, ahí viene, ahí viene. But then something does pop out. But it's very like. A calm, loving hand. Gentle. Gently appears and covers his eyes. So it turns out that this gentle, loving hand covering his eyes is Bilma. So Bilma takes him away. And then we very quickly cut back to Sofia's house where where Luciana is fast asleep. And somebody just straight up walks into the house. Lock your door, bitch. And jumps onto the the bed with Luciana, scaring no, no, the no, shit no, out no. of her. But it turns out to be her very attractive boyfriend, Andres. Very attractive. Holy fucking shit. Good. This guy was hot. He is beautiful. Good lord. Puta. So Luciana, super lucky. She, <laughs> so he, <laughs> he and Luciana start to get all hot and heavy because the mom is clearly not home. And then we cut back to the hospital. We're in Sofia's office, and she gets an email. I think this is from Doctor Castro. Yeah, to like, he's like the staff. He's trying to he's trying to fucking uh, what ease is it? the tension, like, like calm it down, hold the horses of everything that's going on. I'm sure you've heard that there's some stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Please don't spread these rumors. He's trying to fucking like control the fire. Pero literally, mm. immediately, like he's like. Everybody calm down. There's nothing happening. Remodeling will continue tomorrow. And it's just like, ding, ding, ding. Reply, 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 email. And all these emails are like, we're in danger, girl. It's it's Dr. Castro's <laughs> you fault. You're in danger, girl. <laughs> They're like, I'm not working here anymore. Please treat the tragedy with respect. This bitch is haunted. I'm not trying to be in a ghost hospital. And just then, Dr. Castro comes into Sofia's office. And he's like, hey, by the way, because of what happened this morning, we're short on staff. 
Because people are fucking scared and they're leaving. Yeah. They're going. They they don't want to work here. No. So he says to Sophia, I'm going to need you to stay overnight. And she's like, don't worry about it. Just give it some time. People will realize they have nothing to fear. It's fine. So we're back at Sofia's house where Luciana and Andres had, have just had sex. Like, Andres is shirtless and Goddamn. a muscled Adonis. <laughs> I was just like, oh, huh, huh. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Damn. So they're just hanging out in the kitchen, you know, having some post-sex food, I guess. (laughs) And Luciana's phone dings, and Andres reads the text that she just got. It's from Sofia, the mom, telling Luciana that she has to cover the night shift at the hospital. And Luciana's all like, typical teen, ugh, I try to understand her, pero me cuesta. She's never home. And Andres, who seems like a a sensible kind of guy, he's the kind of guy you would want to bring home to meet your mom. Absolutely. You know I mean? This not only <laughs> is he many, fucking many hot, but he's like got a sensible head on his shoulders. Hell yeah, mom. This is I'm marrying this man. <laughs> yeah, this is my future husband. He doesn't know this yet, but this is my man. Yeah. But he's very much like, listen to your mom. She's your mom. Like she does it for you, basically. Yeah. Which I was like, listen, listen to, to your this. hot boyfriend, you stupid yeah, bitch. He's clearly more sensible than you are. Yeah. So Luciana's phone dings and she's like, oh, by the way, Giovanna's having a party and we're going. We cut back to the hospital and Sophia is doing her it's nighttime now. She's she's doing her night her nightly rounds and she enters a hallway and there's a fucking dude on a stretcher in the hallway. So a nurse comes out and Sophia's like, "Excuse me, this dude can't just be chilling here in the hallway like <laughs> in a stretcher." So the nurse is like, "I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it." And Sophia is walking off, but we hear the whistle and she <laughs> She turns around, and the fucking dude on the stretcher is not there anymore. Nope. Did so, you see him get up on the on the, in the tile reflection, in the shadows? Tiles. Yeah. Yes, totally. And I was like, ooh, 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 there he goes. So she walks back to check the stretcher, but then all of a sudden, this dude who was on the stretcher is behind her all of a sudden. Oui. And I noticed at this point that he's got bandages, all, like his face is all bandaged, which is just horrible. Yeah. And he walks behind her through a doorway into another doorway so she follows him and she sees that he's walking up to the creepy asshole. Mm-hmm. But then here comes Bilma again to save the day. She very, very gently puts her hand over his eyes. She leads him away. And then Sophia, you know, she's looking at the hole and she hears the whistle and like quickly she is put into a trance right like it happened fast like immediately her face is blank yeah and she walks up right up to this hole real slowly i was like "Ooh, girl because at this point we're waiting for this hole to like some it's gonna grab somebody at some point yeah somebody's gonna jump out of it or or you're somebody's gonna fall into it and i was like oh maybe it's gonna be this bitch yeah and then at this point i'm expecting bilma to come over and cover her eyes yeah and like scoot her over, but a tiny little hand, just a wee baby hand, puts itself on were they her your hands? arm. They were they your were, hands. They're my hands. <laughs> you didn't know I was cast in this film. You never told me you were in Maligno, Listen, the Peruvian film from 2016. Yes, I uh, I got fifty dollars from my job. Uh, I love it. Well, so it's uh, it's Ivan's tiny little hands, the little boy that we saw, the earlier. little boy in the wheelchair, and so she's like she is snapped out of her daze, and she's. 
like, oh, shit, let me take this boy back to his room. So she wheels him off. And then we cut back to Vilma, who's still leading the bandaged-faced man back to his room. When Castro comes in all in a huff, and he's like, why is this guy out of his room? Vilma is like, doctor, please understand, by breaking down that wall, you awaken to force that has been sleeping for 30 years. Now that it's open, it will try to get its power back. It's going to try to take over somebody's body to free itself. The maligno is back. We can't stop it. Only the old brujos can stop it. The ones who locked it up in the first place. So again, a little like piece of the puzzle here. So Castro screams, oh my God. <laughs> I wrote, I meant to write basta, but I wrote pasta. So Castro <laughs> pasta! screams, pasta, basta at her. And he's like, you need to leave immediately. So she's like, cool, I will leave, but I'm going to ask you one thing. If you hear a whistle and find yourself face to face with the maligno, don't look in its eyes mm -hmm. and she leaves i mean you would think that'd be a very simple easy request but it is very much ignored throughout this entire fucking movie truly everyone is like oh should i look right into the close everything? your eyes close your eyes close your eyes it's quite simple close them that's it okay so we cut to Giovanna's party that Luciana wanted to go to go to so badly and Luciana and Andres are leaving this party kind of in a huff and they seem pissy with each other Andres is he's like uh, apparently he was getting into it with some guys who were mess messing with Luciana and as they're leaving and fighting some dude walks straight up to Andres and punches him right in the face. I was Just, like, what the fuck is going on right now? What the fuck is going on? All of a sudden, we're back at the hospital and we see that Sofia, when she took Ivan back to, to his room, she fully just passed out like with her head on his bed. Mm -hmm. So she wakes up and she finds Ivan kind of like creepily listening to something and off in the distance, we hear sirens. So Sofia goes to see what's up and that she's, she's at the entrance of the hospital. In comes Andres, who's got like a bandage on his, like that, whoever punched him, bro, clocked him. It's <laughs> fucking the Hulk over here like knocked him out like concussion like what yeah. the fuck and then following him is Luciana who's also like kind of banged up but listen the scratch on her arm literally the makeup artist of this film with all due respect <laughs> took lipstick and was like beef baff that's Not, like literally it looked like she took a thumb and like Blaf. ran it over some blush and then went and here you go. That's your, there's That's your, your wound. Your wound. That's your injury. <laughs> Sophia's like, she gets pissed at Luciana and she's like, just please just wait here in the waiting room for me. I will figure this out. You're not wearing any shoes. You're not allowed to go into the fucking yeah, you hospital. You can't be walking no around shoes. barefoot, ho. <laughs> Sofia then goes to check on Andres and in comes Dr. Castro and Sofia's like, look, I just got to take my daughter home real quick. I'll be right back. Okay. So she goes off to find Luciana. And meanwhile, that hole is still whistling away. And Luciana is in the waiting area. I think she hears it in there. And also, okay, you tell me what you saw, but I saw a stretcher carrying on this. Yeah. Go so by. I think like a vision, I guess. Yes. I think that what it was was the hole was like Hey, hello. And then the yeah. like, oh look, here's here's your boyfriend in the stretcher going by. Don't you want to follow it? And so she yes. follows it to go to the hole, mm -hmm. which eventually she does get to it. And I was like, ooh, here it comes. It's gonna be the daughter. So she goes up to the hole, which is still whistling, and again she's placed into a trance, but she puts her whole 
Oh, pun intended. She puts her whole <laughs> face into the hole. Yeah. And then a horrible demon hand to the grabs face grabs her face. face. I knew it was coming, but I jumped. I straight up was like, oh, yeah. it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. So Sophia goes to the waiting area to find Luciana, but clearly she's not there because she's, you know, got a face full of demon hand. <laughs> And then Benancio shows up. So Sofia's like, have you seen Luciana, this young girl? She was barefoot, you know, wearing black clothes, like, you know, emo girl. And he's like, no, I haven't seen anything. So then Benancio starts to walk around looking for Luciana. I'm going to go ahead and say Benancio is Sofia's, like, tiny sidekick. He's super loyal. Yes. He's like, I'm going to help out my doc. I, every time I'm lonely, I come to the hospital and hang out because with- Because she comes through for me. With la doctora Sofia. Me gusta. Me voy, a, voy a ser su brother. And she, he's just Absolutely. like, I'm here for you, girl. Don't worry. So he tries to help her. Whatever yeah. you need, doc. Yeah. So Benancio's on the lookout for Luciana, and he's in a hallway when Luciana, like, creepily walks up behind him, but now ooh, she's ooh, clearly ooh. poseída. Like, Sick. she's got her- Long hair all up the in her ring. face. Very the ring. This movie. The ring. The ring. It, <laughs> like fully inspired. It should have just been like Maligno. The ring. Inspired by the ring. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're in that old creepy patient's room from before. The guy who went up to the creepy asshole. Now Luciana comes into this room all horrible with her ring hair in her face. And we just hear this man scream. Yeah. Benancio hears the scream and he's all, what the fuck? So he goes to inspect. He goes into the old guy's room. And the way that this room is, I don't want to say old timey, but I think this is very, uh, very common in Latino hospitals where Hmm. it's usually a big room with lots of like curtains separating the beds. Right. So it's not like, you know, here in American hospitals, you often get rooms with maybe like two beds in. So you'll have a curtain and you'll be like, oh, you're sharing a room with a stranger or whatever. Mm -hmm. Pero este es un cuarto that is like, I'm going to say like maybe 10 beds, like five on each side. And they're all individually quartered out by curtains, basically plastic curtains. So Benancio goes into this room with all these fucking creepy ass beds and creepy ass curtains everywhere where he heard the scream and he starts to go from bed to bed, like pulling apart the curtains. Nada. Another bed. Pulls apart the curtains. Nada. Voguing and Voguing fear. And fear. All the vogue. All over the place. What's going to happen? Who's going to pop out? He pulls apart another curtain and this is actually the old man's bed, but all we see on the bed is like his like respirator tubes tirado just like somebody tore them out but then he peeks down and he sees this creepy ass old patient now like again the ring like boca abierta all gray and like desiccated y la boca también like the inside of the mouth it's like they said here's a printer cartridge just swish around some ink yeah spit it out because it's just black inside yeah you know it it didn't look awesome like you didn't it didn't look like whoa Oh, that's super cool. But it didn't look bad either. And no. the man definitely opened his mouth in a creepy enough way, like crooked and long. Yes. Which is why there's ring vibes. Mm-hmm. So you're like, this is spooky. I I don't like it. So I understand. Question about that. I'm going to say, this is going to sound weird, but there is some very solid, creepy ass, wide mouthed acting in this yes. movie. Yes, yeah. Which didn't seem CGI to me. I was just like, no, these are a lot all of these they- people. 
can open their mouths they fucking said, wide. They said, audition for horror film. Please be able to unhinge your jaw. Be because... able to fit your entire fist into your mouth. And you know what? It's funny because and we've been watching The Mummy in our movie club recently. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I, again, I have a thing with mouths. Mouths are a, a thing that I just, I don't get it. I don't know why, but I have a thing. Mm-hmm. Teeth, gums, lips, everything. I have a thing. <laughs> but as we were watching The Mummy, I'm like, oh, I don't like wide, long mouths. Like, cuando la boca se abre. Right, because they can no, just like. Así, no, me gusta. Yeah. I, it freaks me out. That's good. I like that. I think that's cool that you've kind of discovered like a thing that is actually effective in scaring you yeah. in scary movies. Yeah. So, so don't come at me with your wide mouths. Which we're about to get a lot more of that in this movie. Ooh. So this dude is dead on the floor with his boca abierta all over the place. We get a shot of Benancio looking at the body and you can fully see that Luciana Ooh. is creepy standing behind him all blurry out of focus. Yeah. But then all of a sudden she's gone and in comes Dr. Castro. He sees the dead body and Benancio was like, era verdad? The stories are real. Listen to Benancio, Dr. Castro. So then the body is taken out on a stretcher and Castro and Sofia have a little chat. Castro's like, the man's organs collapsed. And Sofia says, uh, that's weird because this man's prognosis was good. Like he was on his way out. He was going to be fine. Right. So then Sofia sits with Benancio and Benancio is crying and freaking out. He's like, Poor Something weird baby. is happening here. Yeah. The stories are true. I didn't believe it, but today I saw it. The man, the dead man had no soul. I saw it in his eyes. We got to get the fuck out of here. Listen to Venancio. And then he starts to freak out. So um, Sofia's like, nurse, help me. And then we cut to, I think... They sedated Benancio because he's in bed. He's asleep now or something like that. And in this room where Benancio's in bed, like in a you know hospital bed, Sofia is trying to call Luciana. And I was like, oh, right. She's looking for her daughter. Her kid. Andres is also in the room in a hospital bed. He wakes up. He's asking for Luciana. And Sofia's like, she's okay. Nice to you know, awkwardly it's me. meet you. Uh, what you're... a weird way to meet your girlfriend's mom. Yeah. It's me. You're the your guy who's fucking mom. banging your, my daughter, basically. <laughs> and so, um, and she says, Luciana probably went home, I hope, because she's not answering her phone. So Andres then tries his phone, but it's out of battery. And he hands Sofia Luciana's um, pocketbook. Is that what you could yeah, call this? Like, like a, a wallet, yeah, basically? I think pocketbook is the correct Pocket, term. You know what I mean? You put your cards, your pictures, your, you know, all sorts of shit in there. Yeah. And he says, I was holding on to this for Luciana at the party. He gives it to Sophia. So Sophia takes the pocket book and she says, I've got a charger in my office for your phone. So let me just go get it. So she goes to her office. And while she's in there, she looks through Luciana's pocketbook and sees that Luciana has placed this really sweet picture of her with her mom when she was much younger, when she was a little girl. Yeah. Very sweet. And it definitely gave me like mom sitting there looking through her kid's shit and being like, oh, my kid. She sucks, Too bad. but she's you know. such an asshole now. <laughs> Why yeah. does she suck? But you know, it's that it's that moment of parents in movies where they're like, "Time has sure gone by, and now my kid is a dick." And they're just yeah, like yeah, dude. And also, like I-, I must give this movie credit for they do it very quickly, mm-hmm. but they do create enough of a little bit of a backstory for us to be like, clearly this this relationship between mother and daughter is strained, right? And here to see this picture, you're like, oh. Oh, that's sweet. It yeah. is a sweet moment for her to see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So as Sofia is going back to give Andres the charger, she again stops by that bulletin board that's like, demon in the hospital, everybody. <laughs> are, <laughs> and, you, um, are you recovering from cancer? Too fucking bad. There's a demon in get here. Get ready to be terrified, asshole. <laughs> and so she reads a newspaper clipping, the one that said, Padeon Demoniaco. And the, I paused and I read the clipping and it basically- I so did I! <laughs> yeah. Like, basically it says that 30 years ago, the Red Ward, the Padeon Rojo, was the site of one of the worst crimes in La Historia Iquitenia. A shaman self-immolated. Now that means set himself on fire? A ver, it, it means to like self-sacrifice or fire or put set yourself on fire. Kill or offer as sacrifice, especially uh, by burning. So like... Boof. It could be burning, but it could be like... Well, maybe... I don't know just, if in this movie that's what happened no because creo. it says that he was just badly injured. They would have specified like quemado. Sí, no. Yo creo que like maybe trying to like self-harm himself. Sure. Self-harm himself? To... <laughs> well, he offered himself as sacrifice for this maligno, demonio. the uh -huh. demonio. Okay, and it continues, since then, the Red Ward has been feared and people refuse to go in because they're scared of facing the spirit of the great shaman or the demonic entity that pos that possessed him. Mm-hmm. It also says that Dr. Castro has been working to reopen the Red Ward and lots of people disapprove. We then cut to Dr. Castro and he's in, I guess this is like the morgue, mm -hmm. and he's with the gross gray ass dead body of that old man. He covers the body with a sheet and he's checking on something when all of a sudden behind him we nope. see that that body is no. sitting up no. and the sheet has fallen off. Nope. Boof. Y sabes que yo sabía, yo sabía because we got a wide shot mm -hmm. of him looking over this body and I was like this motherfucker is going to sit up. It's going to sit up right now. Yo pensé que lo iba uh -huh. a hacer ahí con el doctor watching him. Yeah. So I was surprised that we just see him already sitting up behind him. I don't know. There would have been something creepier for me if it had. Sure. We had seen it sit up with the sheet. Nothing like a body sitting up with a sheet over its face to fucking freak you the fuck out. Yes. It reminded me of Morgue. Yeah. The, the movie yeah. Morgue from. Paraguay. 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 I'm, I'm going to say, though, this movie, like, I've seen every single one of these scares before. Truly. Pero it still spooked me. Yeah. Like, I jumped left and right. I me was too. creeped. So I was still like, I've seen it, but you still got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So also, aside from the fact that this horrible figure is sitting up behind him, Ivan, the little boy in the wheelchair, is in there whispering to this fucking dead body. Okay. Did you hear what he said? No. I didn't understand. He was like, que no sé qué, porque... And I blah, was blah, like, blah, yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But like, this was one thing that I was like, okay, does this kid, is he like, I see dead people type of thing? Right. Because he kind of also gave the same vibes when he was hanging out with the doctor at the top. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he tells her to shh and listen and he doesn't really speak. Yeah. But the only time he speaks is now with this dead guy. That's a good and observation about Ivan when Sofia woke up in his bedroom earlier and he was like, shh, you know? Yeah. He was, I think he might have been listening to ghosts or something. Yeah. But then the sirens happened taking away Sofia's attention. I think, I think you're feeling that this boy might, like clearly he can speak to ghosts and shit. Sure. But it's never followed, like you never get it's more It's never of it. followed through. That's it. Yeah. So anyway, but here he is just having, just gabbing with this Chatting ghost. Chatting with the fucking dead guy. And Castro turns around and he's like, kid, you can't be here. So he starts to wheel the boy away. And like we said, the, sh the, the body is now again under the sheet. But as he 
he's wheeling Ivan away, at least from like the boy's perspective, that body is still sitting up just looking at him. You yeah. like see a, like an over the shoulder shot. And as Dr. Castro is taking the kid out of the room, the doors close and reflected in the glass of the door, that fucker is still sitting up and, and Luciana is in poseída, the room. Con el pelo. So then we cut to Benancio and he's resting. He hears a creak in his room and he sees a figure leaving his room and he thinks it's Sofia. It looks like Sofia with like a white lab coat on. So he follows her and it's this thing where like the, the, Sofia co- goes in one door, she comes out the other. No sé, no sé qué está pasando. But also, it's obviously not Doctora Sofia. Yes, it's not her. It's just a vision. And so he starts to follow her and then he's back in that horrible room with all the beds separated by curtains. No. And for some reason, he decides to, like, go into this, which the lights are off. It's dark and horrible in there. Guys. And these beds slowly creak out. This, I was like, no. Oof. Yo me voy. Yo me voy. Coman mierda. I don't care that my best friend is Dr. Sofia. Yo me voy a mi casa. I'm, <laughs> I will join that dodgeball league that night. I need friends elsewhere. Me voy. Let me get the fuck out of here. This place is no longer a place of comfort. No. Also, like the beds are creaking out and behind the sheets, we see like faces and shadows and but horrible things. But it's all synchronized. So all the beds come out at once. All the shadows sit up at once and like lean up against the plastic curtains so their faces are like up against the thing, like the shape of the faces. Yeah. And it's just awful. Yeah. And they look at Benancio. And then all of a sudden, here comes Luciana. She's like, I'm coming in too, everybody. So Benancio, (laughs) he goes running. And for some ridiculous reason, he decides to hide in the bandaged face man's room. This is the last place I'd want to be. But he just kind of, honey, he crouches in a corner. He's covering his eyes when all of a sudden he looks up and Luciana is crouching in the other corner of the room. Nope. So she very ring slash the grudge grudge style starts to creep, like creakily creep out at him. Very spidery. Yeah. And at this point, the bandaged man starts to come to. So Luciana's like, oh, actually, let me check on this guy. She creeps over the bed onto this guy and she fully sucks his soul out. Like Dementor. This, She's like, a dementor. Yeah. Like smoke coming out of his mouth into her mouth. Fully a dementor. And then Luciana runs to the creepy ass hole and basically like, it out. vomit <laughs> screams. Yeah. So she's basically just like a, she's just like a food delivery system. Yeah. She like... <laughs> Yes. She sucks up them souls, goes to the hole, voms them into like She's whoever's like living in a there. A bird giving it to her yeah, baby birds. Absolutely. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. this fucking uh, mashed up soul from my body. <laughs> Gross. Delicious. And then we're back with Ivan. He's wheeling his way back to his room. I guess Castro was just like, fend for yourself, kid. When poor Ivan runs into Luciana in the hallways, she chases him into a storage room that's like filled with old beds and shit. And now he's fully out of his wheelchair. He's limping. So I think he just hurt his little leggy at some point. And like, now he's like limping along. Yeah. He's in this room with all these old beds and shit. And he's trying to like quietly crawl away, but he accidentally knocks over a pole, which makes a loud... But also, bang. he's breathing so loud. I was like, shh, 
Shush. Shush it. Shush. Shush your pants, bro. You are fucking. <gasps> oh, but, so he fucking is huffing and a puffing. He makes a bang, and Luciana starts chasing him again. He runs into another room and shuts the door, and again is like, Wah, he, oh, he. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. And Luciana is just banging on the door. And then Ivan looks up. And, of course, he's in the fucking bandaged face man's room. Can people just leave this man alone? (laughs) So Ivan starts to walk toward the bed. And the door opens behind him. And he hears Doctora Sofia calling for him. But I was like, honey, that is not the doctor. That ain't her. Do not listen to that. And as Ivan is walking back toward the door, toward apparently maybe Doctora Sofia, yeah, we see the the bandaged man. He looked like he was floating to me. Uy, horrible. Floating above his bed, beckoning for Ivan. And then behind Ivan, here comes Luciana, and she sucks this boy's soul. She kills him. ¿Sabes lo que yo he prestado atención con estas películas? Uh-huh. Latino movies, they don't give a hot fuck, and they'll kill mm-hmm. a kid no matter what. I think out of all the horror movies we have watched uh-huh. in our lifetime, you and I, and you obviously yeah. more than me, pero I don't think... Think any other culture does it other than Latinos? Latinos be murdering huh. kids left and right. You know what's interesting that you now I'm like thinking about the what like a lot in Guillermo del Toro like we see that a lot. Yeah. But like in horror movies, at least in like horror, a lot from the United States, it's like one of the most ul- ultimate sins to it's kill, to a, kill kid a kid. Pero los Latinos le valen verga. Right. They be killing kids left and right, bro. They do it. Remember in in fucking um el del bu el fucking something rojo. ¿Cómo es que se llama? El diablo rojo. Diablo rojo, where they literally rip a baby up. Oh my <laughs> god! I totally forgot. You're right, dude. They will Holy kill a shit. kid. They don't give a fuck, bro. Oh. That is that that is like a cultural something that because it's especially horrifying. Like what, interest. Um, that's a that I think that's a great observation. So Ivan is dead. Ivan, this fucking, fucking kid is dead. They killed this kid. <laughs> he, you see his little soul get sucked out. Puta. So Doctor Castro in the meantime finds Ivan's wheelchair clearly now empty. So Castro starts to look for Ivan and he finds him dead. He finds and the and the bandage dude. The bandage guy. And he just Walks closes the door. Away. Not Goodbye. cool, bro. What about your Hippocratic oath, my dude? You call yourself a fucking doctor? Puta. However, then he does start to like go to the rest of the staff, which it's like he sees one guy, like one fucking guy. And he's like, anybody you see, tell them to leave. Yeah. And then he just starts to open doors and everybody is dead. Todo el Cada puerta. mundo. Like literally every door. He opens whole... a door, ten dead bodies. That, Another door, dead body. That entire de- hospital, <laughs> the staff, the people, todo el mundo está fucking killed. And all gray faced and open mouthed and horrible. And ringed. So Andres has gone off to look for Luciana and he finds himself in this really awful hallway that's full of stretchers and bodies all covered in white sheets. And like as obstacles for him. Yeah. It's like a, the most horrifying obstacle course you've ever seen in your entire life. And at the end of the obstacle course is, is Luciana. Luciana. So he starts, you know, going through this. <laughs> Horrible obstacle course. One of the beds, like, the body moves its face. It's horrible. No. Another bed, of course, I knew it was going to happen, but that, the body grabs him. It scared the shit. 
brother. Shit out of me, me dude. Too. Me too. Why? Like I knew. We, I, oh, I was, this movie is so predictable, but I so thought, I knew every moment. I was like, uh huh, yep, ya sé qué va a pasar, and yet my head was bumping the ceiling. Ta- like a huge jump to me. I totally. was like, have you never seen a scary movie before? What's <laughs> happening right now? <laughs> I know. Oh my god. So when this horrible body grabs Andres, he screams, and Sofia, Benancio, Castro, they all come running to help him. But before they can get there, Andres has gone up to Lucia. She turns around, attacks him. Just then, Benancio shows up, and he's like, Close "Don't your eyes, dude. look at Don't her. Look at her." Pero and immediatamente. what does he do? Immediatamente, brother. Immediatamente, he's like, oh, did you say don't look at her? I think I will look at her and make but he, sure. But like Benancio straight up says, don't look at her. She wants your soul. Hello. So Andres looks right into this bitch's eyes oh, and yeah. she steals his soul. He dies and she runs off. And in come Dr. Castro and Sofia. And Dr. Castro is like, D- we gotta go now. And Sofia is like, not without my daughter. <laughs> I literally wrote. Sally Field. Not without my daughter, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that movie? I've never seen it, but oh. I know it's humongous in pop culture and that line in particular. Woof. Not Thank without my daughter! <laughs> <laughs> then they hear banging, and we see Luciana fully sledgehammering the wall into the red ward, trying to like make that hole bigger. Sabes lo que me dio risa? So, Dr. Castro sees her banging uh-huh. at the hole with her sledgehammer. Y esta actriz, la Luciana, she's a slim, small girl. Like, she's a, yeah. a tiny thing. <laughs> and they, it seems like they gave her a legit, like, fucking sledgehammer because she's struggle bussing to fucking <laughs> lift that sledgehammer and smash oh, it on man. the wall. I was like, you guys couldn't have given her a foam one, dude? Because she is like, Poof. I was like, la pobre. I wonder if she had like rehearsals for that. She was probably sore for days. Seriously. After this, just building them guns. <laughs> so she's attempting to sledgehammer this wall, and Sofia goes to find her. Benancio is following. Castro, in the meantime, is trying to escape, and he's like running through doors. He'll try another door, but this is where like the demon powers really come into play because every door that he goes out of and the, the next door he tries, he's led back into the hallway where the hole is where fucking Luciana is attempting to sledgehammer, but each time he goes back in... It's a little bit closer, closer to the hole. And closer... Which this was cool. Yeah, I liked it. As he gets closer, Luciana stops sledgehammering like she can tell that he's getting closer. Yeah. So then she starts to whistle at him. He goes through another door till he's basically like right in her face. So she attacks him and of course he Goodbye. looks right into her eyes and he, she sucks Listen, his soul out. Vilma in her house, La Vilma in su casa is like, I told you so. She told you first. She told you, you're the first. She told you first, first sir. First, sir. Uh, girl. <laughs> so just then, Sofia and Benancio come running in and we get a shot of Luciana's face that is so Evil Dead remake to me. Do you remember the Evil Dead remake? Yes. Yes, with her like kind of glowing eyes. Like orangey gold eyes. The shot from Evil Dead remake is the eyes are through the the hole in the it's like 
the, mm-hmm. the what is that called the like the hatch and the, the floor. hatch yeah. from the bottom into the horrible where you yeah. see the little hands on the floor and then the eyes which are glowing gold kind of thing yeah like, yeah yeah lo mismo ojo but then Luciana escapes into the fucking hole and then Sophia's like enough is enough <laughs> I know somebody who can help. But there are two people left, and it's her and Benancio. And that hospital has been fully sucked dry by this girl. That- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, is this a porn? This is too much. Holes <laughs> so- <laughs> sucked dry. Come on. Oh my God. Oh wow. Uy, que horror. That's their first porn. Wow. <laughs> Uy, que horror. NC 17. Okay, so who could it be? It's Bilma. Bilma is back. She shouldn't have left. Shouldn't have left you in the first place. Hello. Um, without a dope beat to step two. And <laughs> step so, two. <laughs> step two. Step step two. Step two. Pick a pick a baby girl. <laughs> so Bilma's back, and okay, here we go. She explains to Sofia and Benancio that the maligno is the cruelest being in the jungle. A powerful spell kept it locked up in the Red Ward for years, and it's here in the hospital because 30 years ago, the Gran Chaman Chaman confronted the the Maligno, but he was badly hurt. So when the shaman was brought to the hospital, he didn't arrive alone. The Maligno was like attached, attached, basically. Yeah. And as she explains this, we see these shots of this fucking scary mask. Mm. It looks like like a big kind of like skull face kind of with the boca abierta Mm -hmm. but it looks like people inserted real teeth into the boca it looks like it's made of wood to me yes it's definitely a wood carving yeah like skull open nose and the The eyes eyes are like sewn shut it looks like Like, it looks like x's yeah and it has long stringy like creepy hair almost like corn husk if corn husk totally was really long yes that's what it would seem like to me absolutely aside from the mask uh we also get shots of a bowl of cigarettes a bowl of dried herbs some cloth bags containing something which we'll find out in just a moment some twine some flashlights and lanterns and their lanterns and they're all being pulled out of a suitcase by a shaman so the shaman then starts to explain that the maligno is immortal but it's strength can be contained when the wall broke, the spell broke. The maligno will stay trapped until the ward is completely open, but a part of the spirit has been able to escape through Luciana's body. Each death helps the maligno regain part of its power, which also made me think of the mummy, which we're, we've just been watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the mummy has to like collect lives to come back to you know his like right. his power. And he continues, Luciana's soul is trapped in the dimension oscura, mm-hmm. which I was like, this is insidious. Remember in Insidious That's when true. they're like, it's f- t- Fully in, oh, Where this they is, have to go deep into go hell into, into that guy's room or whatever. Remember that dark room with the yes, devil playing the absolutely. piano or whatever? <laughs> what did she call, like, what was it called in Insidious? Oh, I'm terrible. Um, She calls it the further. The, the further. further. That's what she calls it. So the shaman then puts the horrible mask on and he mm-hmm. says, we must show Luciana the way back, but first we got to go get her body. Right. So he grabs one of the little sacks and he shows us that it's full of white dirt and he explains that it's land blessed by the spirits of El Cielo and the guardians of the bosque, which I really liked this. I was like, ooh, yeah. this is cool. 
cool. Yeah. Very naturey, very mother nature. Mystically, I, I thought, yeah. kind of like. It felt more like grounded to the earth. Yeah. The power of the earth. I really liked that. He then says, the maligno fears and is unable to touch this dirt. We can trap the maligno and give it less space to like roam around in. If you hear the maligno approaching, enclose yourself in a circle of this dirt. I would douse myself in the dirt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fully. Just why not swallow a little bit I of it like, while like, you're at it? You mean this dirt? And just fucking pour the bucket just... upon me. Shower, chinchilla style, roll around in it, like fully Honestly, dirt bath. Great idea. Hello. That's a great idea. Why didn't they do like at least a little bit? Just like Ponete you know. una señal de la cruz, like it's Ash Wednesday, fucking. Exactly. Bye. Which well, they don't. We then get shots of Bilma and Benancio shutting off doorways with the dirt. We see Sofia get ready in her office. She takes out the picture of her with, with Luciana when Luciana was a little girl from the pocketbook, and she puts it into her own pocket. Okay, so <laughs> this happens so all of a sudden. The maligno is like whispering all of a sudden, and Sofia is in a hallway, and she just eats shit. She like trips and falls. Yeah, yeah. She's she's literally like, I'm standing, and all of a sudden she and then fucking trips. bites. It. Yeah. <laughs> While when she eats shit, she drops her bag of dirt. Hello. And then all of a sudden, recogelo. But then all of a sudden, Ivan's wheelchair is behind her, and the wheelchair starts to like come for her, but it's really it's slow. Just like squeak, squeak, <laughs> squeak, squeak. Like, <laughs> okay, just move it real slow. Like, oh, sure. So here comes Benancio, and he's he comes to help. You know Benancio. her sidekick. And then they look back and Luciana is, is now in the wheelchair coming for them. Creep. So Benancio pushes Sofia up against a wall and forms a little circle of dirt around her. He says to her, save your daughter. And Benancio fully sacrifices, sacrifices himself, for, himself. For, for Sofia. It's his friend. Which I was like, wow. I was like, holy shit. I okay. loved it. <laughs> so Luciana comes up to Benancio. She sucks out his soul. And after, t- after she takes his soul. Luciana tries to go up to Sofia, but she can't touch her because of the dirt circle. And again, we get like huge mouth it's just screaming in your face. And like in her face. I was like, bro, back up. But then Bilma comes up to save the day again. She puts a sack on Luciana's head. We then cut to Luciana. She's moaning and groaning. She's sitting right in front of the hole. She's still got the, that sack on her head and she's all tied up. Bilma then creates like a, a blessed dirt barrier between Luciana, the hole, and the rest of the group. And then Bilma comes up to Sofia and she says, okay, girl, like we're going to open up the portal into the Red Ward to get Luciana so we don't have much time. If we don't find her before the maligno gets out, her soul is going to be trapped forever. But then Luciana is like... Mama, mama, which was creepsville. Real creepy because Ooh. she still has the sack over her head. Yeah. And it's it's very much playing to the mother part of yes. Sophia. Because like, so, she immediately goes up to her and she's like, oh my God, let's let her loose like before the maligno gets her again. And the shaman is like, no bitch. No girl, that's not your daughter. That's not her. And he says, don't make the same mistake I made 30 years ago. Mm. I was the one who brought the great shaman to this hospital 30 years ago. His body was badly hurt after the confrontation with the maligno. The shaman told me he had defeated the demon, but it wasn't true. And the great shaman was my father. Was my dad! 
god. Oh my god. Holy shit. The reveal. And then all of a sudden, Luciana is laughing evilly again. So we're like, mm, clearly, this, this bitch is creep. still possessed. Yeah, creepy. Yeah. So the shaman lights a cigarette and he blows smoke right into Luciana's face. And that seems to make her pass out. I was like, <laughs> I wrote. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> and, then, and, and then I wrote, that must have been Indica because she's sleepy now. <laughs> In the couch. Stoner. I love it. Okay, so the shaman continues. He puts a like a handkerchief blindfold over her Bird face. Bird box. Totally, yes. And he says, this will protect you while Bilma and I protect your body. So Sophia lowers the blindfold over her eyes. They form a circle around Luciana's body and the ritual has begun. The shaman calls on the beings of the rainforest and the father of the earth, which again, I was like, I love this. This yeah. is so... Give cool me that sounding. Dippy, dippy shit. And he says, we need help finding Luciana's soul. And in the meantime, Sophia can kind of like see under her bri- under her blindfold. She's like looking at the ritual. But then a horrible demon hand pops out of the hole and grabs her. I jumped. She like jumps up in fright. She pulls off the blindfold. But she sees that she is now in like the dark dimension because she can see the ritual still happening. Like she's still fucking sitting there. Right. So Sophia grabs a lantern and in she goes again. I was like, this is fucking insidious in Peru. And Peruvian now it insidious. looks like fully. Now it looks like the cement wall is gone. Yeah, now it's back to it's like open. the hallway just keeps going and it's dark and she just gets swallowed up by darkness into this area. Yeah. She's going into the hallway, she hears a horrible whistle and then somebody walks in front of her which of course seen it a million times still jumped out of my seat. Me too. And then that horrible creepy old dead gray man is behind her. She turns around, he's gone and then Boo, there's dead Ivan, the little boy looking at her creepily. So she follows him and she finds Ivan and he's kind of like staring at her from the doorway. Ooh, his eyes. This really scared me. He looks yeah. horrible. The contacts that they gave him were particularly scary. It was like it, they're milky white, they're white eyes, but then they also look kind of like almost bloody from the inside. Yeah, like it's, reddish. Yeah, it was. <gasps> they were horrible, horrible he looks eyes. Terrifying. Yeah. And then all the malignos dead souls are in there just staring at her. So Sofia continues on. And then all of a sudden, she's in the selva. She's in the jungle. She is in the Amazon. I like this twist. Yeah. It's cool. Holy shit. Sofia finally finds Luciana in the jungle. And Luciana's freaking out. So she don't Sophia trust has this to prove. Bitch. Yeah. She's like, you're not my mother. So Sofia pulls out the picture that she took from the pocketbook. She shows it to Luciana. And that makes Luciana trust her. So... They embrace, but then the maligno is screaming. He's like, I won't let her let her go. So they immediately immediately start to run back. And they're fully just running through all these gross, gray, dead souls. And then finally back in real time, like in the real world, Luciana comes to. She tears off the sack on her head and she's in tears because she saw Andres dead and gray Ooh, in the dark dimension. And she's like, eh, mi amor, eh, mi amor. I was Ooh. like, oh, that's so sad. Yeah, that's awful. So she's back and Sofia starts to... To come to but something is clearly wrong and then we're back in the dark dimension with Sophia and we see her being dragged back by that horrible demon hand. She like takes a huge deep breath when she comes to where you're like oh she's back and she's like <gasps> yeah <sighs> And so the grunting turns like really dark and scary yeah. and it's like 
animal and then the mouth and is then all black. Boca negra. And what I liked about it is that her her lips seem normal. Her teeth seem very like it's it's a very like close like yeah. <clears throat> mouth grunt. So you don't really see until she like opens her mouth and all her teeth are black. And I was like, yeah. I like that. Although then she does tear and off her blindfold, and I was like. <laughs> Eyeliner? It's eyeliner, like and a, eyeliner and a black lip. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the black teeth is cool. Yeah. Now she's fully possessed. So the shaman puts his mask back on and Sophia's like crawling around the, the floor all demony near him. The shaman takes a puff of smoke from his cigarette. He puts the mask back on. <laughs> 420, everybody. <laughs> he gets right up to Sophia and she opens her mouth so wide. Oof. Holy yeah. Another shit. Another big old wide mouth. And then she's trying to fully steal his soul, but I think that cigarette smoke must have done something in the mask, so she can't do it. She can't steal his soul, so she goes off in fear back into the dark hole. So we're back in the dark dimension where Sophia is fully just being attacked by this demon who's like, he keeps kind of like grabbing at her out of the dark. He grabs her legs. He, she falls on the floor. He's trying to like pull her away. But then here comes the shaman. He reaches his hand out to her. He's able to pull her away from the grip of the demon. He takes off his mask and he's like, Sophia, run, get out of here. I can take care of this. And then the shaman stays to confront the demon. And then the wall around the red ward starts to like crumble and in the wreckage like the wall is now just all busted down it's for real. done. There's no wall there at all. And in the wreckage Luciana and Vilma see Sofia like in all the rubble and she comes too. So Luciana and Sofia embrace they cry. They're like we're in this together which is nice to see like the two of them come together in the end yeah. after their strained relationship. Vilma says the shaman disappeared when the wall came down. He had been avoiding this moment for 30 years, but he knew this is what had to happen. Right. Bilma continues, my work isn't done here. The maligno can only be contained. We must close the wall again. But she's like, you two go. So I guess she's I was just like, going like, to build a put this wall right up by yourself. I guess I'll grab sure. my tools and just build a wall. Yeah. <laughs> This, this will take just a moment. So Sofia and Luciana exit the hospital, all embracing each other. And we're back by the Red Ward. Bilma starts to blow out the lanterns, and she notices the blessed dirt line. Like, there's a little smudge in it, so it's been broken. Yeah. And then she starts to slowly approach the Red Ward. Did you think she was in a trance? Uh, yeah, I think that's what... That's, what, that's what's happening she here. She stands up, and she's like, kind of... It, you it, To me, at least, it looked like she was like, the circle's broken, fuck. And then all of a a sudden yeah. she goes dead-eyed and she walks into that hole she just starts to walk into the darkness and then boo bitch the title comes <laughs> up and i screamed i just it scared the fucking shit out of me again. i jumped as well and just by the way this is the end of our movie but at the end of the credits it does say in memory of francisco bardales tuesta and so uh -huh. i just wanted to include that that is the end of our movie fin de la película how about we get into some trivia okay so this film is inspired significantly this is what imdb says by the mythical forest creature called el Tunche Maligno, which is an ant mm. an entity from Amazonian folklore. So I googled El Tunche Maligno. Wikipedia says El Tunche is a being who wanders through the dark nights of the Peruvian jungle, which is like Ooh. the 
Amazonian, basically, jungle also. Mm-hmm. A soul in pain. Some say that it appears as a bird. Others say that it's un brujo or a spirit that enjoys terrorizing people. Ugh. But it's that it's neither good nor bad. It just is in itself the balance between those two things. So... And specifically of the person that approaches this being. So, like, if the person that that the Tunche comes in contact with is bad, the Tunche will make him pay for the damage that this person has done. But if the person is good, then it will remind this person that he shouldn't fear himself or the Tunche. Wow, okay. No one has seen it because it doesn't have a specific form. Pero y acaban de decir que it's either a bird or a brujo, pero quién sabe. So maybe it's just people like assuming what the tunche is. Or like you've seen it, but you wouldn't know yeah, that you have seen it. Yeah, it doesn't have a specific form, but he can be recognized when in the darkness you hear a penetrating whistle. And so usually it's like in loss in the distance. And if he insistently whistles again around you or in the roof of your house or whatever, it is believed to be a sign of bad luck, illness, or death. Mocking the Tunche or uh, insulting him can cost very dearly because it'll make him angry and he will attack with whistles and chase you down. And if you survive, the Tunche, which is apparently very rare. Quien sabe, because it is a mythology. But mm-hmm. if you survive, apparently the people that do have only be only survive by it leads to madness, basically. You go insane. Ooh, okay. It's also known to be able to turn itself into a relative or someone that you're close to so that it can get closer to you and kill you or make you go crazy. So I found a little bit more on the Tunche in lugaresturisticosperu.com. Okay. It says, El Tunche was a man that was tormented and he turned demonic. Según cuentan los habitantes de la selva peruana, so according to the people that live in foresty areas of, of Peru, El Tunche approaches very slowly He whistles, and when he's close to people who are walking alone through paths in the forest, he whistles even more, announcing that death is near to anybody that hears the whistle. Creepy. So that's a little bit about El Tunche. So don't walk around the Amazon alone or at night. That sounds pretty dangerous. Yeah. In general. I wouldn't advise it. In general, don't do that. (laughs) Don't do it. The other thing that I wanted to... There's not a lot. I couldn't find a lot on this movie. Mm -mm. But one thing that I did found that was very sad, this is a sad little bit of trivia, is Mm -hmm. Sofia Rocha, who plays Doctora Sofia, she tragically passed away in March of 2019 after she fell out of the sixth floor of her building in Lima. I read that too. Now, that is awful. It's awful. I couldn't find anywhere that it was suicide or not, mm-hmm. but she was 51 years old. She used to 
act in a, apparently a very famous and considered the first novela peruana called Los de Arriba y Los de Abajo. Wow. Which was a novela about classes, basically, like mm. rich people, poor people, very much mm -hmm. about that kind of lifestyles. So apparently the night before her accident, Rocha was either at or performing in the play The Curious Incident of the Dog at Midnight. Remember that oh, show we that saw we together. went to see? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. beautiful show, by the way. Yeah. She had also posted like a ominous, I'd say... Insta post? In Insta, Insta story? It was an Insta story where she said, Una foto más real para los que me siguen. A, a realer picture for the people that follow me. No siempre sonrío. Tengo muy mal carácter. Detesto los domingos de sol. Mm. Tengo a García Lorca y a mi madre en el teléfono. Dos muertos, which she's like, hmm. I don't always smile. I have bad character. I hate sunny Sundays. And I have Garcia Lorca and my mother on the telephone. Two dead people. It's a selfie. It's her in a mirror taking a picture. Mm -hmm. And they found her the next day on the first floor. Oof, and it's never awful. Awful. It's it has I've tried to find if it was confirmed if anything was said, but it hasn't. And apparently there was a lot of um Peruvian personalities and and people of interest and celebrities mm -hmm. uh reached out on Twitter to like send condolences and things like that. A terrible loss cuz she was yeah. apparently very talented and worked a lot in theater and film. Well, she did a great job in this Television, yeah. So rest in peace, Sophia. Rest in peace, you, Sophia. You did a, a good job. Hopefully, you found some solace. Yeah. I mean, I also looked up uh, Sophia just to find out more, and I saw that, and it was horrifying. But it, it, you're right that it doesn't give you enough information as to what exactly. Like, it could have just been an accident. It could have just been, been yeah. an absolute. Uh, nobody knows. But I think moral of it all is, you know, rest in peace. It's yeah. so, so sad. Poor thing. Very sad. And unfortunately, that's the end of my trivia. Well, your trivia is exactly my trivia. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up El Tunche and I looked up Sofia Rocha. So let's see if I can just add anything to what you said. The only thing that I was like, this might be interesting to add about El Tunche comes from this WordPress.com. Remember WordPress? I do. Whatever. It's like a blog spot, I guess. Yeah, basically. I think I had that too. I had oh, every shit. single one of those things. Well, I'm going to look that up. Uh, so this one is called latinfolktales.wordpress.com. And in it, it says, This creature, the Tunche, is, according to the legend, a demon or spirit that walks around the rainforest at night. It is the protector of nature. Oh. And a lost soul condemned to walk around the same paths he walked when he was alive. He collects the souls of those who died in the rainforest and takes the life of those who harm it. Which I was like, ooh, I like that. Which makes That's sense. That's kind of cool. It, it kind of sounds similar to like the good or bad of the people that I said earlier like yeah if you're good I'll take you maybe like here's a nice way into the afterlife and if you're bad yeah. and if you fuck with my forest I'll fucking suck your soul out bitch yeah which literally the le the next line it says el tunche will just scare you off if you're in good terms with nature and respect the region's fauna and flora <laughs> but if you are disrespectful and harm the region's plants and animals in any way then you are in big trouble and might not see the next day so I thought 
that's pretty cool. Just like yeah. a guardian of the rainforest. So I also looked up Sofia Rocha. Sofia was trained as an actress. This is from Wikipedia, by the way. She was trained as an actress in the Teatro del Sol group, the Umbral Workshop, and the Lambda Workshop, which I believe is London Academy of Music and Dramatic Arts. Nice. She was in a production of Antigone, Medea, wow. Our Town. Nuestro Pueblo must be Our Town, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I happen to find her Instagram at Sophie Roach, S-O-F-I-R-O-U-C-H, which if you want to check it out just to honor her, see what she looked like and, you know, see her life, you can do that. What I found interesting is that she was a fan of Bikram Yoga, which I am a teacher of I Bikram Yoga. That. And Drag Race. And yes, she was like either hosting or going to or part of a show where Aquaria and Shangela were. <laughs> yeah. A, a Halloween show. I was like, this is cool. Yeah. I think she had a dog named Gordo because oh, I on love her that profile name. it said like something about Gordo. That is a great dog name. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she used to give acting classes and stuff like that, which is so cool. So if you want to, you know, just check her out, s- check her out, send her some love. Look at the pictures. She's She's got a great she had a great feed. So that is unfortunately my downer trivia for today. We send you love, Sophia. How about I ask you some questions? Great. Let's do it. Johnny, mm. were you scared? Yes. Lots of jumps. And I was creeped. I think I think it's uh they're predictable. These are all tropes that you see in a film. These are a all, million I mean, fucking you, times. You heard us. We gave you all the movies that you find this often in. Mm-hmm. But still, listen, because they're in all these movies, it means they work. So yeah, yes, it worked scared. on me. And I watched this like in full daylight. Me too. Full. I watched it this morning. It was fucking <laughs> yeah. seven a.m. and I was fucking like, whoa. <laughs> What was your best scare? I'm going to say when Sofia was in the Dimension Oscura and she saw Ivan just staring at her with his weird milky, bloody eyes. That really creeped me out. What about you? For me, it was the room with all the synchronized beds and bodies popping up to poor Benancio being like, whoa, (laughs) what the fuck is that? No, thank you. A new Olympic sport, synchronized scaring. Synchronized dead bodies. Who was your favorite character? Bilma. I just thought she was, you know, the voice of reason from the top. So I'll give it to Bilma. How about you? Benancio. Nice. I knew it. <laughs> I, I just love that he was like a loyal little bean. And like there was a scene, there was a moment when like once everything is out in the open, he's literally sitting there having a full on panic attack and... and- Poor, poor Sophia's like, okay, honey, it's all right. And he's like, yo tengo que ayudarte. We have to help you find your daughter. And he's like freaking out about it. I was like, you're a good man. Yeah. Uh, what was your best line? Okay, I'm not going to lie to you. I did not find one. I did not find a best line. That's what I was just looking for. <laughs> the I only, didn't have one. The only thing I could think of is like, it's more of like a, a saying that I forgot about, which when, so the daughter was a fine character. She was like a little bit grating. Let's be clear. But when she's in the kitchen post sex with Andres, she says like her relationship or getting to know her mom me cuesta. Mm-hmm. I just love that thing. Like it, it's just like it, it costs, it costs me. me, you <laughs> yeah. know, like it's not easy. Yeah. I like that. Me cuesta. Yeah. What about you? Mine was at the end when um, Sofia says to Luciana, estamos juntas en eso. Totally. We're in this together, girl, you and me. You're my fucking kid. Yeah. What was your best death? I'll give it to f- fucking Benancio for sacrificing himself for 
you know, when I watched it the first time, I was like, why did you just do that? Mm -hmm. But hearing your take on it, being like, this was very sweet. Like, I agree. Like, wow, he fully sacrificed himself for her. So that's what I'll give it to you. What about you? That's what I gave it to. (laughs) I just love that he was like, stay here. Here's your circle of dust. You have a kid. And he, in the beginning, he's like, I have no one. I have nothing. Yeah. It was a brave thing for him to do to be like, well, I guess I'm going to get my soul sucked out. So see ya. Yeah. Did you learn anything from the culture? Yes. I learned about the fucking Tunche. We got a new, we got a new, uh, Folklore, yeah, yeah, I think which I love that they didn't fully give you all the actual like this is what this monster is or this is what it, it's very very broad and like yeah. it needs a soul to survive or it needs to whatever but you know we wouldn't have heard of Tunche or Maligno Tunche at all yeah. if we now we know yeah. so totally learned so me too finally how many ooze do you give this movie I'm gonna give this movie two and a half ooze. It scared me. I was invested. Unfortunately, some of the music not so great, which immediately is something that will take me out of a film. But I still was like, you scared me more than I thought you were going to. And a lot of that, yes, was jump scares, but I was genuinely creeped. So... Two and a half. I think that's what I'll I'll go with. What about you? Mine was also two and a half. Oh, I nice. think it's a, a middle of the road scary movie. It's gonna deliver the spooks, but it's not something that's gonna keep you up at night. It's uh no, you'll be fine. <laughs> it's you'll be fine. It's yeah. uh I'm cleaning the house movie. Like it's a thing to watch like while you're doing the dishes or like Like if somebody was know, like, Hey, Johnny, Eileen, you guys have been watching a lot of Latinx scary movies. Like, what's one that like made you jump? I just need like a jump scare movie i'd be like well check out maligno it'll make you you'll be bopping sure you'll be bopping your head on the ceiling yeah you know it's a a tried and true i think film nothing to write home about but like why not if you're into a if you're ready for a a jump yeah it's decent enough for that i had a better time that i thought i was gonna have true me too (laughs) <laughs> well, lovely. Let's um, head on out of this hospital. And, it's dingy uh, and in here. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We appreciate you being here with us. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you are. Leave us a note. Follow us in our redes sociales at Uikiorror on Insta and Twitter. You can send us an email at Uikiorror at gmail.com. Send us movies. Send us links. Send us spooky things in general. We love it. Please. Especially now that Halloween is almost here. We're in the spooky spooky season. season. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So all that stuff is so much fun. We love to hear from you. Thank you to Sonoro for being a lovely host and keeping us going. You can follow them at Sonoro Podcast on Twitter and Instagram as well. And uh, I think it's time to start pulling out them pumpkins and uh say thank you absolutely say thank you to your your forest spirits for being nice and you know respect the forest around you please would you please will you please and (laughs) if um if you're in the hospital and there's a hole just go to another hospital i think if there's a hospital with a bulletin board that says (laughs) maligno (laughs) myth or truth get the fuck out of that hospital just be like like, I, I can find another I'll one. I'll find somewhere else. I'll go 
to the uh, to the emergency room elsewhere because yeah. if a bulletin board <laughs> is saying it's maligno, trust it. Yes. Johnny, always a pleasure. I fucking always. love you very much. <laughs> I love you very much too. And we'll see you guys in la próxima semana. Adios. Adios. Sonora.